Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. And I'm Jordan Morris, boy detective. And this is Jordan, Jesse, go! This week on Jordan Jesse Go, Rob Hubel manages to warp some talk about adopting dogs into dog sex talk. You've been warned. Let's go. The program is Jordan Jesse Go. I'm the host of the program, Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Getting hot again here in Los Angeles, Jordan. I do not care for it. Um, I'm sorry. My condolences. <laughs> Thank you. Fuck off. <laughs> I'm headed to Baltimore. Yeah. Fuck this noise. Yeah, you can hang out with John Waters. <laughs> Have you ever said layer? Fuck this noise. It's really satisfying. Hmm. Like it's something that pretty much only dicks would say, but it feels really good. That's why they say it. Here's what I have been dying to say, and I just can't. Uh, it, it never occurs to me when it's appropriate to say it. I would really love to say at some point. Oh, do you want to introduce our guest? This yeah. may be fertile. No, yeah. no, 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 no. You guys do your thing. This <laughs> oh, is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Please don't yeah. don't talk, <laughs> Rob. <laughs> You're just sort of a muse for us. When we bring in guests on Jordan Jesse Go, we ask that they not get involved in the program. I have a lot of opinions about fuck this noise, and <laughs> yeah, I wanted that's to, what I was thinking. I wanted to get in on this, I and know you guys were yeah, shutting that's me out. Topic of one of your classic rants. You know him from uh, what are we looking at? The Human Giant, The Office. We're talking about the current program, Children's Hospital. That's, uh, that's one it. of the funniest shows that there is. Um, uh, he's of course nominated for multiple Emmys. So many. Um, and thank, and, and so we're many recording Emmys. this uh, on the day of the Emmys, so thank, thanks for blowing that shit off. No, no, way. no. I, I didn't. I mean, as you can see, I'm dressed up and I'm yeah. ready to go. I, I, there has been a little bit of confusion. I on, should say you're Rob Hubel. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I, I am... From not, Children's Hospital, Lake <laughs> Bell, everyone. <laughs> I'm still not clear whether or not I've been nominated for an Emmy. I'm waiting for... How do you know? For I the call. I wouldn't know if I was nominated. I think that they call you like the day of, so I'm already dressed up. I'm ready to go. Yeah. Um, you we know, actually, if- we were nominated for, and I'm not trying to brag or anything, but Jordan and I worked on an IFC show called The Grid this past year. Wait a second. And yeah. we were nominated for... The Independent for- Film Channel. So it's a... It's a kind of a classy, yeah. I, I, well, I know the channel. Um, and well, we hung out with Parker Posey a lot. Let's put it that way. <laughs> sure. Um, you dropped something here. We were oh, nominated for fifteen Emmys. Fifteen? Mm-hmm. Fifteen Emmys. They were all technical. Yeah, <laughs> those uh, don't count. Most <laughs> most embarrassing costume was one of them. Wow. Um, most most walk-ons by local comedians being paid one hundred fifty dollars. That sounds like a pretty pretty good award to get. Well, yeah, seamless pa- seamless branded content. Yeah. Well, Paul Shear went to the uh, Creative Arts Emmys last week. He mm. presented something, and he won't shut up about it. He keeps talking about it, <laughs> and I'm like, Shear, that doesn't fucking count. It's not the Emmys. He's like, you know, I was a presenter at the Emmys. I'm like, no, no one watches that it's like it's might stream on someone's blog or something it's like no one right it's at the airport marriott yeah no one is watching that sure anyway we declined the emmys Mm -hmm. so i i just want you to because of what's going on in rwanda yeah Yeah. we thought we thought it would be tasteless to accept emmys yeah I also think, you know, I, I just want to give Madman a chance. That's a good idea. Well if if we I believe in it. If I get a call this afternoon and they say, Hey, Rob Hubel, 
think, you know, Children's Hospital is great. A lot of people on that show, a shitload of people on mm-hmm. that show, like about 12 people. We could have nominated them, but we picked you. I'm ready. I mean, I'm going to go. I've already got my speech memorized. Um, I don't even know if they do 15-minute shows in the Emmys, but if they don't, they're fucking kidding themselves. Sure. Right. Because There's a lot of those. That's where it's going. Days. So, right. If you want to know where entertainment's going, you got to follow the old watchword. You got to follow the Fonz. <laughs> follow think, the Fonz, Do you man. think you could also be nominated for is there an Emmy category best host of a TV show within a TV show then you might could win for Milf Island that would be great yeah yeah wow you really IMDB'd me well I sure did (laughs) I just saw I just saw Milf Island the other day I get so bored. Uh, it was the show within Thirty Rock. Yeah, I got so bored watching actual television shows that I decided to watch other television shows that I'd already seen. And I happened to watch the Milf Island episode, and I thought, "Oh man, there goes Rob Hubel. He's great." Well, they um, they made uh, T-shirts for that that's, that NBC sold on their website that said Milf Island, and I wanted one so bad, but like I couldn't wear it around. <laughs> I mean, but I really wanted, yeah. I really wanted like that, or like a coffee mug or something. You wanted it for possible. Yeah, for my grandkids and their grandkids. Sure. Do you still? I, I know this 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 hasn't been on Thirty Rock for a while, but you, do you still keep in touch with the milfs? Oh yeah, yeah, we're all great, great friends. Oh, great group fun. of ladies. Sure. Um, a lot of pranks on the set. Oh, so many pranks. One time, one of the milfs she took a, a thing of uh, Saran wrap mm-hmm. uh-huh. and she put it over the toilet seat so that when I pee into the toilet. It doesn't go in. It just splatters oh everywhere. My God. You know, it's just that. So those are right. the sorts of pranks it's that not, the melts are. It's not work. You know, it's, it's not, not. It's like, so much fun. One time, I'll get, just speaking of pranks. <laughs> one time, Jordan snuck into my house at night and he took some Saran wrap and put it over my face while I was sleeping. Oh, and it was. And then I pissed on his face and it splashed. <laughs> that's on me. just good old <laughs> fun, though. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's terrifying. just fun. We just have fun here. One time I was dating. Um, I mean, you want to talk about pranks. I can talk about pranks. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was dating a girl and um, we've been going out for a while and we went to see that movie, The Ring. Sure. It was a long time ago. And um, and then I, I we were asleep that night and I woke up in the middle of the night and she had put on, she had long uh, black hair and she had combed all of her hair forward and put on like this white coat and had a flashlight under her face so that she looked exactly like the girl in the room. And she was standing over me in bed, just standing there, <laughs> wow. waiting for me to wake up. How long was she just standing motionless? Hours, probably. Commitment. But But she got me. I mean, she, I did she have out. to? Did she have to give you like three or four glasses of water before you went to bed <laughs> <Yeah>. to ensure? <laughs> I, well, the joke was on her because I woke up and punched her. You know, just, just instinctively, right. you Kapow. know, I thought it was the girl from the ring. So Are I, you, you've confused how to deal with a ghost and how to deal with a shark. That's, you're not supposed to just punch right. ghosts right in the face. Did, did you? Hear, That's how I hyperextended I, my shoulder. Just, Ghost punching. Yeah. <laughs> um, I I saw recently some video on the internet, so it's got to be true of um, people uh, going up to sharks and they just rub their they rub the sides of them and they go to sleep. You know? How, have you ever seen how like a crocodile? Oh just, man! They just oh, turn okay. over. I yeah. gotta tell you that. Any animal where you can rub some part of it and it goes to sleep is one of God's greatest gifts. It's such a beautiful thing. Are that, these deadly? Is this a shark that? Yeah, would these kill are like great whites. Wow. Yeah, 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 power sharks. Yeah, 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 sure. These are the big dogs, and yeah. you just go up to them and you just give them a little rub a dub on the side, and they're just like. Don't shark? Don't they die in the? Um, I think they just go to sleep for like a you know a couple minutes or something. Okay. We should like, explain uh, with regard to that sound effect that when sharks sleep, they also smoke a bubble pipe. Yeah, they go. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, underwater. <laughs> we'll be back in just a second. I'm Jordan Jessica. Love me, love me, love me, love me, love me, love me. 
It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Rob Hubel, animal lover. Uh, oh, I should say before we start this next conversation, the thing that I've always, the thing that I've been kind of trying to remind myself to say in various situations, uh, I would really like to say this cat and casual conversation. Is this going to be racist? <laughs> yes. I hate gooks. What? <laughs> no. Uh, I'm not here for a long time. I'm here for a good time. Uh, Wouldn't that be kind of cool to say? Like, you know. make a cool T-shirt. Well, when, who would you? In what situation would you say that? Well, I mean, ideally, when I'm, you Hand know, like, job. yeah, <laughs> right. I say yeah. that to the handjob giver. Yeah. I mean, ideally, I'd be like overseas, and I'd meet like an exotic foreign woman, and, oh, she, was and like, she would "Will say, you marry me?" And you would say, "I'm not here for a long time. I'm here for a good time." Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a very specific situation. Yeah. I mean, I hope it comes up. Thank it, you. It may not ever come up. <laughs> Yeah, it might not. Or yeah. what about a barn raising that you brought a keg to? Oh, yeah, that sure. That happens. Absolutely. Yeah, That's was, probably more likely. I was just at one of those. Yeah, that, that happens a lot. Amish go, kegger? Yeah, yeah. Because you, you, you don't want people to have, you don't want to have to fucking build shit when no, you're super wasted. I'm not going to work when I'm wasted. Yeah. I just want to have a good time. Sure. Right. I'm not here for a long time. That's pretty good. That's fun, Jordan. Yeah. Do you think we can get it out there? Um, I mean, I didn't. It's not a phrase I invented. I should say that. Right. Um, I think it's something that. But I mean, like a shit kicker kind of guy says. But yeah, yeah. Jordan, we don't have to have invented it. We're like Carlos Mencia. We make it our own. Yeah. <laughs> oh sure. If it doesn't, if it works for us better than it works for you, you just got owned. Yeah. You own it. It's yours. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna try and say it. I'm gonna try and this next week between this week. And our next podcast, I'm going to try and say it. Oh, okay. one thing before we start the next conversation, yeah. and we are going to start it. Yeah. I wanted to have... <laughs> Boy, are we ever. I wanted to have a quick moment of silence. Sure. Right. Um, so that just... The Which li- is always good in an audio yeah, 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 yeah. format. I just want to have a quick moment of silence so everybody can think about all the bad shit they did this week that they feel bad about. <laughs> okay. Fair okay. enough. You should not have... Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Okay. Yeah, good. Okay. Good job. Fair enough. Good job. Taken care of. Can I just have a quick moment of silence? Before we start the conversation. For right. Yeah, just and before we, we get things kicked it's off. It's going to be great. If I could just have a quick moment of silence for uh, the headphones that you're listening to right now yeah. uh, that are about to crap out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Something's wrong with my headphones. They're making dogs. <laughs> Two hours of dogs barking. <laughs> In the distance, though. Not even that close up. Um, can I ask a dog? I want to ask a dog-related sure. question. Is which this is, about my dog? It's, about, it's related to your dog. Okay. It is related to your dog. So I have two dogs. Yeah. Uh, Coco and Sissy. This sounds like this is going to be about your dogs. Name Jesse. dropper. <laughs> and um, I seen a picture on the internet. Oh, no. Mm. I was reading an internet blog. Oh, boy. And I seen a picture of the internet. These are like little scruffy dogs. It was my favorite kind of dog. And I seen a picture on the internet of like, and Coco is a brown dog and Sissy is like a golden colored dog. And I saw a picture of like a cinnamony colored dog that otherwise looked like my two dogs. Yeah. And I thought it looked like it would make a set 
with my other two dogs. And also, it was abandoned, and they had to bring it to the dog shelter. Yeah. The people who found it brought it to the dog shelter, and you know what happens to dogs at dog shelters is bad news. They go you know, to sleep. They don't get they it. They go to yeah. sleep. And so I was like... And uh, what, they, what they say about dog heaven, greatly exaggerated. Yeah. Not that great. Not that great. Not that great. And I wanted to adopt this dog, and so I thought, instead of just adopting this dog, because I already have two dogs, I'll send it to my wife. Because she's taking care of this baby all the time. You know, I am too, but she's... Mainly your wife. Yeah, she's, yeah. she's the mom. She's it's got her certain... boob that's in the baby's mouth, yeah. not your boob. Exactly. <laughs> and, um, and so she'll just put the kibosh on it because yeah. it's ridiculous. So you emailed her the we picture. We would adopt a stray dog, yeah. a third dog, when we all just had a baby. Yeah. It's absurd, so she'll put the kibosh on it. What I forgot is that... The things that happen to your body when you have a baby uh, aren't don't make you focus on never having any other things to take care of. Yeah. In- instead, quite the opposite. You're programmed to they nurture. They make you want to nurture yeah. everything yeah. in the world. It's like, really, yeah, let's you, just, I'm going to breastfeed anything. If you, go out for anybody. A, if you go out for a light stroll, you just spend all day picking up litter. Yeah. And so my wife's response to me sending her this picture was just, Oh yeah, let's let's get let's it. Let's get it. Let's, yeah, let's, let's get it. Well, well, here's my suggestion. I would make sure that the dog does not like babies, right? Because then you, that way we you, can get rid of the baby. Yeah, you bring the you bring the dog mm-hmm. in here, and then you just and then you let them figure it out. You let them decide. Okay, s- who's going to stick around? Right. You, who's going to be the leader of the pack? Yeah, exactly. And that baby, that baby will figure out right away whether he's alpha or not. But you picked Rob, if I'm not mistaken, because if I remember this correctly, yeah. Your dog that lives at your house yeah. just came from a dog that like showed up at your door one day. Yeah, well, he, was, he wasn't really at my door, but he was running through traffic in L.A., and uh, it was on Valentine's Day, and I was, oh, God, I'm going to tell the story. I was all alone. Oh, I was all alone sure. on Valentine's Day. All by myself. <laughs> Nobody loves me. Just looking for a dog to marry. Looking for a dog, yep. looking for a dog to fuck. And... Uh, <laughs> So he was running through traffic over in Koreatown on like uh, Western, and, oh, and it was late geez. at night. It was like one in the morning, and I was all alone. Nobody loves me. And um, so yeah, and he was all skinny and 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 crazy. So I pulled over, and um, and he's a German. He's like, the moon landing was a fake. <laughs> he's literally crazy. He yeah, has, he is. He has, has a lot of wild, really dumb theories. theories. Yeah, nine was an inside job. Yep. Okay, steel yeah. doesn't melt at that temperature. Yeah. All right, dog. all of those things, sure. and he talks. He does talk, and he that, sounds like that. right. But he, so he's uh, actually more intelligent than a normal dog. He just uses that intelligence <laughs> in an to insane do, way to right. do voices. Right? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> but um, yeah, like, he so, sounds like me when I'm alone. <laughs> no. Eleven. Well, he um, but so he's a German Shepherd and he's really big and he was intimidating and I thought, well, this dog's probably going to attack me. But uh, but I pulled my car over and um, started talking to him for a while and he just like lay down in the middle of the street. Wow. And he was really tired and dehydrated, so I thought, well, I'll just take him home and give him some food and some water. And, um, yes, yeah, so I took him home, and I've had him for, you know, almost 
a uh, year and a half. Two and years. and you, because I, I remember when you found this dog. I mean, you were leveraging your the full force of your minor celebrity and social media stardom <laughs> to find his, to find his owner. Well, like, it wasn't felt, like you just were like, I'm just going to keep this yeah. German Shepherd. Well, I, found I just in felt the really guilty because he's so awesome and he's like, uh, you know, he's like a full blown. You know, he belonged to somebody or he failed out of like cop school or something. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he got kicked Is that what off. They do. He, yeah, sometimes they, they, they kick. Him he off had a the drinking force. problem. He yeah. showed up to basic training drunk. Yeah. It's he, sort of like what they do with homeless people. They just drop him off on Skid Row in yeah. the middle of the night outside yeah. the hospital. Well, this dog, he you know, he could have done something, but he could have shot his partner. He could have done anything. <laughs> sure. you know, blown, he blown. Take, taking cocaine out of the evidence yeah, locker. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And so he got kicked off the force, I imagine, mm-hmm. and had nowhere to go. So now <laughs> he lives with me. But yeah, he's re- he's really cool. And uh, but I just felt you're right about that. I just felt guilty for a long time because he was such a good dog, and I thought, well, somebody's got to be missing this dog. So. I tried to put the word out there and everybody said, fuck you. It's so hard. I, it's I hard to it. know whether you can even pick up a dog off the street. Yeah. I mean, I, I know, you know, I grew up in, in San Francisco and I don't think in, you know, 20 years of living in San Francisco, I saw just a miscellaneous dog running down the street. But here in Los Angeles... I see dogs, just miscellaneous dogs running down the street once a month. Yeah. Well, someone told me, a lot of people actually have said that like uh, because of the economy, a lot of people just, you know, they get kicked out of, they, they have to move out of their house into an apartment and that apartment won't take dogs. So they literally just turn their dogs loose. And I think there's also, I mean, I know at the very least in this neighborhood, there's what you might call a third world perspective on dog ownership. Sure, sure. <laughs> Which is to say people are very comfortable with the idea of having a dog that has no collar, no tags, Yeah, and you see him once no a leash. month. He runs around the neighborhood. <laughs> right, yeah. he's yeah. your dog in theory. Yeah. Uh, isn't that what happened to, isn't that kind of what happened to Camille Nanjiani with cats? Didn't someone just yeah. move out of the house and leave like three cats? Yeah, and I and so what happens is, and especially around here, like there are just these... Just these people who have, I'm not going to say what ethnicity these people are, but they have chihuahuas yeah. <laughs> that are just running around the streets and they're Black not people. there. Black people yeah. love chihuahuas. And, Brazilians. And I, and it just like every time, I, it didn't never come up in my life as a, a, before I was a dog owner. Like it just wasn't part of my experience because. I lived in San Francisco, a city that apparently has much better animal care and control than Los Angeles does, or just a culture of not letting dogs out on the letting street. Letting run all over, yeah. And so I had this expectation that if you see a dog on the street, it's somebody's dog that like dug out of their backyard or something like yeah. that. And so I want to save every dog I see. But what I then realize is this is just somebody's dog. Yeah. And so I don't know what to do. It's so terrifying. Well, you got to get more. You got to harden your heart. You got to get a little cold hearted, buddy. You can't be. You're like my mom. My mom is the savior of all animals. I I (laughs) just deleted this message on my phone. My mom was driving somewhere. Where does she live? She lives in South Carolina. But um, she was driving down the highway. And we grew up like whenever we were driving down the highway and we saw just roadkill, my mom would we would pull over. And go and like make sure the animal was dead. You know, like that's how much my mom proper burial. <laughs> yeah. Contacted its next of kin. <laughs> yeah, but and like... you literally would have to rent a naval destroyer so that sure. it could have the burial oh, at yeah. sea that it yeah, deserved. We would, yeah, we mm-hmm. would fire them out of a cannon. You would make mesh. a you would make a, a, a montage of all its. Yeah, we'd make a video montage of all of their friends sure. and their own. You three only days had time of your life in the background as a family. Three guns. That means you have to hire eighteen gunners. But yeah, this was all very 
very uh, a time-consuming, yeah, sure. and it's probably one of the reasons my parents got divorced. But um, <laughs> your mom it, was spending all this time and money on animal funerals. But so she called me the day, and she's like, "Hey, how's it going? I just want to say I'm, you know, going to see so and so. Oh, 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 God." Oh no! Oh, oh God! Oh no! Is he dead? Oh, I don't know if he's dead. Sorry, Rob. There's. Oh, I just. Dro- I was. Like, I think it was a cat. It was just so so much blood. Oh, the, oh God! Oh, I think. Oh, I hope he's dead. <laughs> <It's just> like, <laughs> what do you think its name was? Yeah, I, I don't know. Mom. She just cannot drive around with you know without without getting sure. consumed by that. Have but, a, um, having an I, empathy when, blast. When I see someone just walking around in my neighborhood, which is a neighborhood that. You know, my street is relatively quiet, but this is an urban area. Yeah. Um, People will just walk around with their dog off leash, uh, their chihuahua specifically. (laughs) And I just I just want to grab them by the shoulders and shake them. Yeah. I just want to shake them. I wouldn't do that in this neighborhood. Like, what the fuck? You'll get you'll get just cars fucking cruising down the street 45 miles an hour. You know what a funny prank is to play on your dog? I've been doing this a lot to my dog. Um, Dress up like the ghost from the ring. Yeah. (laughs) Dogs love that movie. My dog loves the ring. No, sometimes like my dog will go out. And then when he comes back in the house, Mm -hmm. I've I've uh, covered myself in fake blood and I'm in the middle of the floor. (laughs) Like I've been murdered and I'll just lie there for hours. And he's just like. Oh, God. Oh, what do I do? I, I always wonder, like, how long it would take your pet to start eating you. No, five minutes. Tops. Yeah. Five, my Does dog he ever would, start to eat you and you're like, hey, dick. Yeah, my dog would eat me literally in five minutes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But that's the other thing about your dog is, like, the dogs that I'm chasing around Mount Washington and Highland Park are generally chihuahuas. And I do. I do. Like, if I see one. I have to pull over. And if it like runs somewhere, like to a house or something, this happened to me one time. Did I talk about this on the show in Silver Lake when I found that dog just running in the street and I sort of like corralled it and followed it back to its house and what I assumed must be its house because it kind of wanted to go there and the door was open. Oh, God. This sounds and, like a movie. This is like yeah. Beverly Hills Chihuahua. Or and, the, and the right. dog went in there, and I was kind of he standing had the voice around. Of George Lopez, right? Trying to figure out what to do. And this, this like jogger, like just like sort of like a yuppie guy, came back and he's like, Oh, hey, because I was standing in his yard. And I'm like, Hey, do you have a dog? That, do you have like a, a golden retriever that's. Uh, and he's like, Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I found it in the street. It was running, dashing between cars in the street down the block. And he's like, oh, thanks. And I was like, what? That's it? That's it? You left your fucking, you left the house and somehow left your door open? Well, (laughs) well, one one time that happened, I was on the flip side of that. And, uh... And the um, my dog got out and uh, and and I was walking somewhere, so I was only a few blocks away. But I got he has a collar on, and so these people called me and they said, you know, we found your dog, and he was trying to follow me. I was walking around the neighborhood, and he was trying to follow me, and uh, and I was so glad. I mean, because anyone could have taken him. So yeah. I, I actually like I actually sucked their dicks. Yeah, the sure. People. And why like, wouldn't you? So much. And it was it was like a basketball team. It was like a bunch. Wow. It was like fourteen, fifteen guys Jeez. that found my dog. So I had to like. So that's a tall task. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I spent like you know fifteen, twenty minutes sucking the dicks of all these guys. Sure. <laughs> that. I mean, that's. Oh wait, are we recording this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, bleep. Uh, so you should probably bleep. Just go back and bleep basketball. Yeah, bleep basketball. <laughs> <laughs> can, can we go back and just say it was a hockey team? Just. <laughs> Because it doesn't sound as gross. (laughs) Um, But, Rob, your dog is a German Shepherd, which is kind of a scary dog. Yeah. Or could be kind of a scary dog. Well, well, he is is scary to a lot of people, but uh, these people must have been dog fans, you know. And and he's actually very friendly. Was he scary when you met him? 
Um, yeah, he was pretty scary. I, I was scared the first time I met him because, um, you know, he's a stray dog and you don't ever know what they're going to do. Right. Um, but one thing he had a, uh, he had an iPhone and he was like, uh, checking his email and stuff. Right. Like, so right away I was like, oh, well he seems like a cool dog. Right. right. He's got he's it. He's gonna... got it together enough to where he can pay for a data plan. Yeah, exactly. He's not just looking at porn at the library. No, no, no. He's not some fucking weirdo dog. He's right. like a cool. He doesn't have a, like a. 7-Eleven cell phone. No, no, no. Nothing like, no not, not one of those like pay-as-you-go yeah, plans. No, this is like know. a cool dog. He has his shit together. So I knew that even though he was he was kind of scary, uh, you know, he might be the dog for me. Do you mm-hmm. think your dog would murder an intruder? Um, If by murder you mean penetrate with his lipstick he because he <laughs> I, I will say, he's I, a real the, rapist. Well, the first thing I had, I had my dog neutered like day one. and uh, But that is somehow has made him more horny like his his, <laughs> his wiener comes. well he was you know so afraid of getting pregnant yeah, yeah. getting another dog pregnant yeah so now he's like well now i can do this i don't have to I wear want. a condom yeah so a dog he, condom his wiener comes out all the time wow. like all the time I, I guess i was under the impression that when you needed her to dog their their dog lipstick goes away you that well that's what you thought i, I don't know a lot about dog yeah well they, you know they don't yeah. chop off the lipstick or anything yeah. I mean, that's the I that's the valuable did. part but um but it seems like it would yeah. decrease their libido but it didn't in my dog and so mm-hmm. if an intruder came in i think what he would do is offer them a drink sure you know, maybe some white wine sure. something like that mm-hmm. probably put on some some soft music sure and then just go to town just like there was but, that, but it, it sounds like an as romantic as a dog on human rape can be, yeah, yeah. It's like it's not, not like, like it's, it's not a jokey. Thing. It's not like you. And he wouldn't even do it doggy not style. Not jokey he dog on do human it, rape. He yeah. wouldn't even do it doggy style. He'd probably do like you know cowgirl reverse cowgirl. Oh sure. Well, he's um, yeah, he's sexually adventurous. You yeah. got to keep things fresh, you know, yeah. in the bedroom. You know, on the side, on his side, on their side. Sure. There was a Maybe dog. Maybe incorporate some costumes, some sure. role play, some pageantry. He would dress up as a human and dress them up as a dog. There was a dog in my dog class uh, when we were training Coco, uh, who was he was in his second dog class. Mm. So he was he was second time through. Yeah, and he I failed. Think, he failed the first one. I think he had been a he killed the guy at the first graduation. So it's like <laughs> yeah. you. They so didn't give him the diploma. You got to take it again. He he <laughs> was he was a good dog, and he was one of those kind of rescue dogs that had originally been the kind of dog that like bad people bred by feeding one dog battery acid and then tying barbed wire around another dog and then pushing them together until a baby came out yeah um and so he was a big scary dog but really good you know like a like a sort of short hair kind of pit bully kind of dog and he would sit so patient like whenever anything wasn't going on he would sit down in front of his owner and like lock eyes with his owner and then he would get a dog bone yeah that's what my <laughs> dog <laughs> it would just come out and it was fluorescent yeah just it would just emerge and the dog would be sitting perfectly still being as good as a terrifying dog could possibly be and then just it would just be like yeah it's like old time burlesque music yeah. <laughs> 
Sometimes I'll I'll get out of the shower and I shower totally nude. You know, I'm not sure. I'm not wearing nice. I'm not hey. wearing anything Ooh. in the shower. No hangups with old Rob Hubel. Nothing. You are a free I'm talking about spirit. Not a stitch. Yeah. And I get out of the shower and my dog will be sitting there in the bathroom just with like a really weird look on his face. Right. Like, oh hello. <laughs> Hey, 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 yeah. yeah. I guess I, I, being a, the owner of a female cat, I oh, don't have brother. to deal with Why don't any you of this. kill yourself. Because she's so cute. Oh, who would, boy. who would be my princess's daddy if mm. I killed myself? She doesn't even know your fucking name. She does. She's my daddy's little angel. Oh, brother. Uh, That's her name? Yes. <laughs> I thought it was DLA. DLA. For short, sorry, Jordan. Uh, but I, I feel like she doesn't. She, I feel like she's she's missing out on something. I don't feel like she has a sexuality. No, oh. you know, maybe her sexuality. There's her, a part of her life that's missing. You her know? box got cut off. Yeah. Well, have you tried feline massage? No, maybe I should. Is this like is like an Oriental thing? Uh, well, that's not an appropriate term. No, you're first right. of all, but um, you yeah, what you do is you gently you shave off all their fur mm-hmm. first of all, so Great. they're completely hairless. Mm-hmm. And you just you just lather them up with uh, some sort of baby oil or okay. sunscreen or something like that, okay. and you just slowly massage them, and uh, sometimes that engages their sexuality. Okay, it starts to physically arouse them. Yeah, we're not recording this, are we? No, 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 no. Okay. Oh, you know, let's let's just change that to hockey team massage. Yeah, yeah put that on hockey team. Hockey team massage. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse. Go. La, 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 la. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Rob Hubel, celebrity hairstylist. <laughs> oh, quite the style there. It would be fun to go around and just make up names for ourselves, like, you know, monikers for us ourselves all Why the do you time. think we started a show? Just so you can introduce yourself as America's radio sweetheart? Yeah. What, what did people... What, are, what? How do people react to that? When negatively, they, strongly negative. They're like, <laughs> "Fuck you." They, they, they seem to think that I. You're not Garrison Keeler, is what they yell at you. I get emails that say that. It's usually Ira Glass. I've okay. gotten. I would say that. He's, I would say that I have gotten he's a real sweetheart. <laughs> at least five emails that said specifically, "America's real radio sweetheart is Ira Glass." I like that they're. That's awesome. I like that, they, like they're just imposing that opinion on you. Yes. They're like, no, but this opinion is is widely held. I think it's really fun to claim stuff like that, just superlatives, you know. Uh-huh. Like, like I, I, I've done some web videos, not to brag, mm-hmm. but where I'll, I'll call myself an Emmy, an Emmy nominee. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, people, I, you know, someone's getting pissed off, but someone's like, oh, no, you're not. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. You've really been nominated for several Cable Ace Awards. So though. many Cable Ace Awards. Blockbuster Entertainment Award. You got yep. two of those. Mm-hmm. I'm going to the Red Box Awards. You know, those, sure. Uh, you know, those, uh, those. It's presented by the homeless guys that yeah, hang yeah, out yeah. near the Red Box. Yeah. And it's actually at 7-Eleven wow. in the parking lot. Yeah. yeah. Right. Winner you know, gets, the winner gets as many go-go taquitos as they can <laughs> shove in their pocket. Sure. Yeah. It's going to be nice. <laughs> um, Jordan, I want to ask you about this cultural experience yes, that you had I over the weekend. Yes, I did have a very... Significant you came in here, experience. you were sitting in my living room, and you just casually mentioned, I was complaining about the fact that after a, a few days of looking like it was going to be fall, summer was returning in Los mm-hmm. Angeles. And you were like, oh, I was in Chicago this weekend. And I was like, oh, what was it like in Chicago? You said, oh, it's it's cool. And I said, it's nice to visit somewhere where it's sure. fall. Yeah. And, you know, you, where they have seasons. Yeah, exactly. And, and then you said, oh, I was there for a NASCAR event. What a redneck. Yeah, I know. I'm you're just a good old boy. You're a piece of trash. Sarah Palin, American flag. 
Um, is there a Sarah Palin race car? That would be smart. Oh, it's her face is on it. And I, but I guess I guess Chicago is maybe uh, maybe not quite accurate. I guess we flew into Chicago, but this and then NASCAR you, you thing you drove was, twelve hours to Orlando. Yes, exactly. Well, we <laughs> drove into somewhere else in Illinois. Uh, I. I think I kept calling it Aurora, Illinois, but that's where Wayne's World is set. <laughs> that's what I kept calling it. Uh, is that a real place? Is there an Aurora, Illinois, or is that I made up for I think Wayne's there is that's a real Aurora, Illinois. Sure. No way to find out, really. Yeah, it's impossible to know. Um, anyway, so it was somewhere somewhere far away from Chicago, but without a closer airport. And why did you go there? You flew all the way yes. from California. Uh, I work for Fuel TV. Oh, brother. Here I we go. Know. So they sent you there to watch NASCAR. Well, yeah. Well, uh, they were having... There was a cross-promotional event. Uh, they were they were to celebrate the release of Fast Five on DVD. You sure? And Blu-ray. You son of a bitch. Uh, some of the Fast Five people were there Tyrese sung the national anthem. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Did he really? He did, yeah. Wow. Because who do NASCAR fans want to see more than Tyrese? Yeah, yeah, well, the, the crossover audience between NASCAR and Baby Boy is so huge. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so it's a natural. So natural. Who, who else was there from Fast Five? Uh, it was Tyrese and Jordana Brewster. Well, mm. Who's Jordana Brewster? She's the hot girl in it. I thought there was a couple hot girls. Well, there's a shitload of hot girls. She's the one who's, She's like the main. She's Paul Walker's girlfriend. Okay, yeah. sure. Um, by the way, Fast Five. If which you one is Paul Walker? Him. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> he is the uh, he's the white guy. He's the guy that does all the great acting. Okay, yeah. right. Um, the I, guy who's who about, who's had that bad stuff happen to his dad, or with his dad. Wait, I don't know about that. With Vin Diesel. Uh, yes, You're, we're thinking of the same guy. When they have the beers. Yeah, when they have the beers. Gotcha. The beers in contemplation. The white guy. Right. Um, that movie, by the way, and we're not being paid. I'm not being paid to say this. I, I don't know whether you guys are being paid to mention this movie, mm-hmm. but I watched it in a hotel room and probably masturbated three or four times. It's a great, great. We, we've actually, this has actually come up a lot on the show. Yeah. We, I think we probably have the same feelings. Yeah, it's great. It's also like four hours long. It's very long. Yeah. yeah, a lot of just a lot of stuff happens where you think they're building towards a climax, but then. There's an additional act. Yeah, yeah like it's yeah. basically a six act film. Sure. Yeah, Shakespearean. In yeah. That way. So what? So what was the NASCAR experience? Uh, yeah. So uh, I had never been to one before. Uh, Why would you? Sure. Um, I thought maybe like oh maybe this is because I Rob I'm not I'm not a sports fan. Sure. Uh, but I like going to sporting events. If someone can kind of explain to me what the drama is and kind of how the game is played, you like to take ecstasy and go to stadiums. Sure. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, get I, your rub on. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I did not come away with an appreciation for NASCAR. I still don't understand it. Did you have good seats? Were you in the middle? Were you? Uh, we were kind of. We were in the pit. We were like. We were in the. Wow. We were. I mean, I was in a more exciting place than people who had. Yeah. Who had paid to be there? Well, have Jordan, you... I think the secret to understanding NASCAR is something called drafting. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where you're in this little tiny car, and you have to try really hard not to fart because you have to drive around for like sure. four if, hours. If you fart, and then if the pit crew, when you stop to change your tire, if they open the door and get a waft of your fart, <laughs> yeah. you're gonna catch shit for it. Well, exactly. also that can cause those invisible fires on your crew. You know, have you ever right. seen when those guys catch on fire? You know, like it's and yeah. you can't see the flames, sure. but it's there. But those, that's when a fart is burning them. It's like, ah, oh no, right? And you don't know what's happening. It's exactly. like someone caught on fire with a fart. Anyway. Um, I, I'm too late now to explain this whole thing to you, I guess. Um, uh, but here, anyway. are the, here are the funny things that happened at this NASCAR thing. Um, Racism. 
Uh, some ra- some hilarious racism against Tyrese. Oh, so I guess here also this this funny first funny thing involves Tyrese. So we we're kind of waiting in the press area for him to come in, and he uh, he roll he kind of rolls in with the giant entourage. And just like comes in and starts high fiving everybody. The and cast from Entourage? No, like Turtle. Just above and, it, no, uh, oh, some okay. other, just, just some, some other guys. guys. Okay. Um, um, he came. The, he came with Black Turtle. <laughs> the cast of Entourage actually applied to be in his Entourage, yeah, but they, they didn't were, make the cut. Yeah, once they heard that this was the last season, they started sending out resumes. So he rolls in. Uh, so I'm me and my camera guy just have cups of coffee, and he looks at me, points, gives me a high five. He's like. What are you guys drinking there? He's like, coffee? He's like, yeah, coffee. And he turns to his entourage and he's like, that's what I call wakey, wakey juice. What? And then they all laughed. What? Wouldn't that be great to like have to like that? Were you, were you, were you rolling? Is there video footage of that? No, moment? I loved it too. Oh, I like, nice. I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I, well, we should say that, I mean, for those out there who haven't seen Fast Five, or there too is, fast, too furious. There's no doubt that Tyrese is the breakout star of this film. Absolutely. He's the one person in this movie who is as good as a performer as the rest of the movie is at being fun. Yeah, yeah. like Tyrese is great in Fast that is, Five. You can say the, he, the other Fast movie he was in, Too Fast, Too Furious. I think also that is a worse movie. Like that is that movie isn't even that fun, but he's great in it. Yeah, he's he's tremendous. I just don't want people to think that we're anti Tyrese. No, no, I, we're I, very I will, pro Tyrese. I can Tyrese. talk your ear off about Death Race remake. Tyrese is great sure. in that. I think we've all been on the receiving end of that particular fire hose. This is is a really dumb question. Please don't make fun of me and all the people. Please don't write letters to Jesse about this. But um, was he a singer at some point before? He was originally a model. Oh. He started as a model. Me too. So we were in the same yeah, game. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Okay. So you would know him from those RL campaigns you but did together. Why did he why was he singing the national anthem? He, he also has an R and B career, right? Right. So okay. he was originally a model. He became an actor in that in in essentially contemporary black exploitation movies. During yeah. the hood movie explosion of the I guess what would this be? The late nineties, sure. early two thousands. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he is so unfathomably gorgeous that he managed to become an actor. Well, we are on the same career path, sure. Because that's right. that's what I'm. You doing. were in all those white exploitation movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he became an R and B singer. Yep, uh, doing that. Sort of all of the My- same. And he actually had some R and B hits. I mean, he didn't become an R and B star, but he is a credible R and B singer. What, what what was one of the hits? Um, I can't remember any the of national hits. anthem. Yeah, the national, <laughs> national anthem. He had that. Do you remember it really goes, hot oh, say, can you see? Girl, I'm going to fuck that booty. Yeah, it's the <laughs> yeah. one. The anal sex national anthem. <laughs> um, funny thing number two that happened. At Thank NASCAR. you for labeling all these things as funny. Yeah, though they are. Yeah. I don't think I'm going out on a limb. That's an <laughs> FYI for your information. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I was uh, in the, in, you know, kind of waiting to interview some NASCAR guys in the NASCAR car waiting area yep that's what they call it mm-hmm. that's real that's lingo <laughs> sorry to sorry to get all industry insider on you guys wait the car waiting area Car waiting area do yeah. they like drive into a special room before they all go out or something yeah there's just kind of garage where all their guys oh. you know, tinker so you're waiting around for those guys and um there's this kind of nascar dad guy who's just hanging around he's got you know he's got shorts and socks and sandals and a golf shirt on. Great. Um, and he's just kind of like, he kind of 
just is, is making this awkward conversation with me, and I'm just kind of trying to politely nod, but also not engage him. Um, but then this, he's like, and then he taps me, and he's like, hey, I'd like to get a piece of that. And then he points to this girl who is very clearly 12. I don't think she's wearing a Hello Kitty t-shirt, oh, but no. might as well be. He's yeah. like, hey, I'd like to get a piece of that. Yeah. He's like, hey, you should interview her. And then I said, oh, I'll ask her what it's like being a teenager. <laughs> and he said, whoa, I didn't say I wanted to marry her. Wow. <laughs> As if for some reason, he's like, I, he just wanted, I just a, wanted to fuck her. Yeah, I just wanted, just wanted to wanted molest that child. He just wanted a piece. As if for some reason, wanting to marry a child that is would be disgusting. Wrong. Yeah, that would be wrong. Make but, it legal, I say, if you're going to... Just breaking off a piece, is that's A-OK. Yeah, absolutely. Well, but what about my idea? You just idea? want to statutory somebody, that's fine. <laughs> what about my... just want to statch around a little. Yeah. Statch. You can get... I think you can get that term in the, in the ether. If <laughs> yeah. You start Statching? using statch, yeah. Let's, st- let's go statch somebody. Dude, got to statch that. Let's go hang statch. outside the nope. high school and see if we can get a little... Get our statch on. Get our statch on. Hey, the... Um, and someone c- could combine mustache, you know, you, oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, there's some potential there. But what about my idea, going back to NASCAR, sure. of, of like Republican presidential candidates putting their face on NASCAR? Like, why what don't they I, do that? What I like about it, Rob, yeah. is if I could just expand that idea a little bit. I mean, I think some people might see it. As being like uh, on the side, like a Tide logo might be on yeah. the side of a NASCAR. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think that's what we should have these candidates do. Let's get Mitt on the horn, mm-hmm. you know, and let's pitch him the idea of an anthropomorphized NASCAR car. So the headlights are his uh, eyes, yeah. oh, so and the then just thing. over the top is his big cr- it's fle- creepy, it's flesh-colored, creepy rock-solid hair. Yeah, that's a good idea. So the car actually looks like his head. Yeah, so it looks like he's coming for you, just like he's coming for the presidency. Yeah, I think it'd be a great idea, and I think it'd be really cool... If the car was winning, you know, if he's winning, yeah, yeah. if he starts losing, then you're in trouble. But or if the worst case scenario, if like in Final Destination sure. happens, where there's the the wreck, you know, the beginning of I, which Final Destination was it, where there's a big NASCAR accident in the fourth the, one. Hold on, I'm just going to grab my Final Destinationopedia off my bookshelf, <laughs> <laughs> and the tire goes into the, you know, all the debris goes yeah. into the crowd, and uh, but then you know, luckily the heroes of the movie they didn't they escaped death. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, death. But you can't cheat death. Death will get you. So It'll, will Mitt Romney. Mitt yeah, Romney yeah. will find you. Yeah, yeah. He you can't cheat Mitt. Yeah. He'll find you and kill you. Also, maybe they could somehow, like, tune the engine. I'm not a gearhead, so I don't know how you would do He'll this. He'll find you and require you to have health insurance. <laughs> I, maybe they would, uh, you know, tune the car or something to where instead of, like, an engine revving noise, like, it sounded like his talking points. Sure. So I feel like you don't like, have a lot of car terminology in your brain. I like I feel like yeah. you might have dug the ver- scraped the very bottom of the barrel with tuning the engine yeah. or revving the engine. Just I like. only le- recently learned the word car. Oh wow! Actually, that was new to me. Well, let me ask you this: at the NASCAR race, mm-hmm. were the there what car race? NASCAR. Okay. Were there? This is a thing where wheelchairs <laughs> go around. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Were were there tons of drunk people and women flashing their boobs? Um, no, uh, no, no boobs. There was a lot of just kind of. Oh, okay. Here's the here's uh, in in regards to drunkenness, uh, a lot of booze, but also a lot of advertisements and a lot of stands where you could buy Mike's Hard Lemonade. Love it. The great one of the greatest beverages. Um, it's great for a statch. It's yeah. Oh man, if you want to get your statue, I like on. to break open a six of Mike's Hard Lemonade and 
good. And Mike's Cran Lemonade. Is that a real one? Yeah, they have different flavors of it now. Fuck but it's yeah. weird that they are trying to make Mike's Hard Lemonade. And they, there's commercials that I feel like also support this, where it's like, this is just fucking something guys drink when dudes are hanging out. Being like, bros. At the barbecue, at the NASCAR race, crack of Mike's. It's like, I feel like that's trying to, like, oh, what's... Also make a campaign that tries to sell the view to men. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. it's such a, a, a distinctly female product. Well, someone's to me. someone's buying it. Someone's someone's drinking it. Yeah, someone's yeah. getting all drunk up on Mike's Hard Lemonade. NASCAR people specifically. Somebody yeah. just kicks down the door. They're like, "Party's about to start." I got the mics and I got the dark chocolate bonbons. Let's get it going. <laughs> right. Notebook on DVD, faggots. Yeah. <laughs> was there anything? Did was it fun? Was there anything fun that happened? In this uh, basically, Tyree saying "I call coffee wakey wakey juice" was the funnest thing that happened, and it was basically all down. Did he like there. run through his entourage high fiving everybody? No, they all like laughed. One guy even clapped a little bit. What? How many for people wakey, wakey, for wakey, juice? wakey wakey juice? Wow. How many people is in a uh, Tyree's entourage? Hard to kind of say how many 60. were just like... 60? Yeah, I mean, almost... Uh, how many yeah. people were following in Pied Piper-like? Right. How many people just were people he walked by and just kind of I would like that. On? I think I would like that. I think I would like to have... I mean, I don't know how that works financially, whether you are paying all those people yeah. and everyone's getting a little bit of money or something, but like... I would like to have a group of guys to travel around with, like 10 or 12 guys, and everything I said was just fucking gold. Right. Like, just, yeah, bro. Like, people laughing and high-fiving me. Like, dudes from the old neighborhood. It'd be, yeah. Like, you know what? It's like that Wrangler commercial with Brett Favre, you know, just hanging out, throwing the football around, yeah. just wearing some jeans. Your ass sure. looks tremendous. My ass looks great. Crack of mics. Everybody's high-fiving me. I would love that. Plus, yeah. what's nice is you live here in Hollywood now, but yeah. you would always have a little bit of... F- the flavor of Southie yeah, going yeah. with you. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, you would never have to forget your rough-and-tumble Irish Catholic roots. Absolutely. <laughs> I, w- I would just like to be able to sit down in a restaurant with all my bros, tell some great stories, have everybody laugh, and then... Come we- up with some fun new names for coffee. Fun nicknames for each other, yeah. you know? Let's, um, you know, just go around and just do it. Like, from now on, your name is Flapjack. Sure. You're Tiny Dave. <laughs> <laughs> You're Ricky J. Sure. <laughs> You're the astronaut, you know. The astronaut. <laughs> it's like just na- fun, fun nicknames, names. Yeah. hanging out on the weekends, and then you just go out wilding, you know. Mm-hmm. On the, like, I'm talking about vandalism. Wow, I'm talking arson. About, yeah, I'm talking did, about spray how, painting. How would you say that Ricky J got his nickname <laughs> because of his air of mystery? Yeah, the fact that he well, can his last name throw probably... playing cards so well. Yeah, well, he's the friends with David he's Mamet. With David yeah. Mamet. <laughs> Every David Mamet movie. <laughs> That's your buddy from the old neighborhood. That's friends with Mamet. Always you call hanging him Ricky out. J. Always hanging out with Ricky J. Man. <laughs> hey, can we be in your entourage? Yeah. Um, can I be the astronaut? I don't know. Guys. We're not rich men. I don't know. We work hard. Yeah. All right. I we'll am. See. We'll I suck am, your dick. Yeah. Oh boy. I really. Okay. Yeah. We I'm untalented, but team. very loyal. Cool. Yeah. You guys got to always walk behind me. Sure. Except when you're going to high-five me. When I say something funny and cool, yeah. you got to run ahead of me and then run back at me and high-five me. Mm-hmm. I'd like that. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica. Jordan Jesse Go, I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, Boy Detective. Rob Hubel, Human Corpse. 
That's true. I am a human. We're sure. all human corpses. Aren't we, though? Aren't we all just yep. fucking marching to the grave? One uh, day, someone's going to look at my dead body, mm-hmm. and they're going to be like, mm, I don't know who that is. Yeah. Maybe uh-huh. it's a future scientist studying our society. Society? Like a children's hospitalologist? Yeah. Oh, boy. Someone who is like doing research into the 15-minute TV shows. I will say this. I will legally 2000s. say this. If I die while we're still shooting Children's Hospital, I give them permission to use my dead body in a funny way on the show. Cool. That's awesome. So if anything happens to me, please get in touch with Cordry and those guys and let them know that... Cause I think Maybe that, like a Weekend at Bernie's episode. Yeah, yeah. I think it'd be funny. I think it'd be funny to you do You know, Cordry told us that if Children's Hospital got picked up for a second season, he would write in characters named Chip Dipson and Dip Dobson. Which is two names that we're just trying to get out there into the world. Chip Dipson and Dip, Dip Chips. Dip, These Dip are two Dipson. funny sketch comedy names we thought yeah. of. I don't think that I don't think they've been on the show. And yeah, he has I know. Even yet. though Cordry said they would be. Yeah. But he promised weren't. us that if we got picked up for a second season, wow. he promised us that he would put those in there and he has not yet. Wow. Well, I apologize. Yeah. So I'm just saying don't rely on Cordry for okay, any of this. Okay, I would yeah, go to Wayne. Point, if if okay. anyone, I would go to David Wayne because okay, that guy's proven himself to be a pretty consistent guy. You yeah, know? That's why reliable. he gets handed the keys to major motion pictures. Yeah, he's then go to Lake Bell because she's so attractive. She's a beautiful yeah. woman. Very so Take it easy, guys. That's a good Take system. it easy. Take it easy. Yeah, um, very attractive. Let's do some sponsorship <laughs> messages. <laughs> Uh, first of all, Fuelly.com back again this week. Uh, this is a website where you can track the fuel economy that your car gets. So, you know, like you just whip out your phone when you're putting the gas in your car. You type in how much gas you put in there. And then it tracks over time how much fuel economy your car Well, I got. drive a Prius, so I'd fucking blow that away. Well, this I'd is probably, like... I'd probably clog up the website for with the, the people, numbers. For the people. <laughs> but do you know about these people that drive Priuses and it's like a crazy game to them to see how high of gas mileage they can get? I did not know that. That yeah. is a serious thing. And those people are up on Fuelly.com. It's basically better than fantasy football. Yeah, wow. it's the new fantasy football. How do you spell? F- I mean, I'm not. F-U-E- I'm not playing into your fucking commercial. But F-U-E-L-L-Y. how do you? F u e l l y dot com. Okay. F u e l l y dot com. Okay, and we also have a personal message up here on the jumbotron. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a message from Darren to Alanya. Uh, he just wants to tell Alanya how happy he is that they moved in together and that he loves her very much and he's very excited Mm, for the future. Taking the next step. Well, Darren, I'll have you know that Alanya and I were out last night. Oh, snap. Had a few drinks. Uh Oh, Oh, boy. One thing led to another. And you guys went out, found a basketball team, and (laughs) co-blew them. We both blew a 16-person basketball team. It would have been one thing if it was a hockey team. Wait, I'm confused about... This segment of the show, you get personal messages from people and you read them? Yeah. They pay $100. Oh, wow. Yeah. This is, this is serious business. This but is so I'm not that... supposed to have shit on it like I just did. If no. Some, some they guy... like, that's they why like they, that. Yeah. That's an extra bonus. It's like going to a Don Rickles show and sitting in the front row. Right. Wow. People no, this pay. really is beautiful. I remember when I first moved in with my beautiful wife, Teresa, and it was very scary for me, even though we'd already, by that time we'd already been together for years. Yeah. But um, I was terrified that I was going to do something wrong or that moving in together would ruin everything yeah. or whatever. And it turned out to be fucking tremendous. Really? Yeah. I've never done it. I've never lived with anyone. Really? Yeah, that dog, yeah. though. 
Well, yeah, that's different. He's not a person. Don't Is it because every time, time a girl comes that. over, the dog kills the girl? Well, yeah, <laughs> the dog murders a lot of my girlfriends. Um, no, yeah, I, I think I'm I'm scared to do that. But that worked out for it, you. Well, it worked out for me. Well, you got I think it's going to work out with a winning attitude like this. I don't see how it could not work out for Darren and Alanya. Because I'm telling you, Alanya is a slut. Mm. I'm telling you right now. Now, no, how do, now how do you feel on. about no, that $100, hold, Rob, Darren? Hold, come on, Rob. <laughs> how do you Rob, feel about that $100, Darren? Rob, Rob come on. Okay, come on. She's Rob, not a slut. Rob, she's, come on. She definitely had a slutty face. Rob, yes. come on. She's not come I'm on. saying that she's Rob, a slut. Rob, All right, Darren, I apologize. On. Alanya, I no, apologize. No, no, no. I think they're a match made in heaven because Darren's a little fuck machine when he wants to be. <laughs> that guy likes to get his oh, dick yeah. wet. <laughs> Darren likes with, to get his dick wet. With butt moisture. Anyway. What? Yeah, he you want to get up on the Jumbotron. <laughs> you want so you're going to have a magical expression of love like this one. Go to MaximumFun.org slash Jumbotron. It's 200 bucks for a commercial message, 100 bucks for a personal message. And um, if you want to advertise on the show, you can email our development director, Teresa at Teresa at MaximumFun.org. It's your we'll be wife. In just it's a second. Wife. <laughs> on Jordan Jessica. It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I am Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Rob Hubel, I've never read a book. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Hey, when something momentous happens, we ask that you call us at 206-984-4FUN for momentous occasions. Let's go to the calls. Hello, Jordan, Jesse, and possible guests. I have a moment of triumph for you. I just left the Waffle House, which is always a great place to overhear wonderful conversations. And uh, I was sitting next to this uh, old bearded man who uh, took a cell phone call. And he answered the cell phone, and then he started saying, I told him that. I told him that a hundred times. You know what he should have done? He should have choked that whore. I told him he should have choked her. And then he hung up. And then about five seconds later, his phone rang again. And this time it was the guy's wife. And he was like, honey, I'm going to fix it. I'm going to go down there and I'm going to fix it. But I'm telling you right now, if it ain't broke like you say it is, I'm going to choke you. I'm going to choke you and you know I'll do it. And he hung up. And there was another pause. And the old man had a friend sitting next to him on the other side. And after the pause, the friend turned to the old man and said, by the way, I never thanked you for dinner last night. It was lovely. <laughs> Holy mackerel. That's what you get with old guys with beards. Yeah. Man, they're maybe, violent. Maybe that's just, just, maybe like then the waitress came up and he's like, oh, my coffee's cold. I'm going to choke you. You yeah, know, yeah. maybe he just throws just, that around. Right. Yeah. Un- unbelievable. Unbelievable. I find that uh, shocking. Sure. Terrifying. Well, I'm against choking. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll go out on a limb and say that I'm. Well, a, I'm getting. You'll tug some hair. Gray area. No, it's some not a gray moral area. Gray area. What so is across the board? No across choking. the board. What is a situation that warrants choking? 
I mean, you know, if, if your wife says... Well, a choke fight, yeah. If you go to, like, the choking championships... Sure. And there's a guy, bunch of guys up on stage, and you're like, who wants to see somebody get choked? Then that's appropriate. Right. But if it's just... If you're if you're just a, a guy in a, in a Waffle House, you shouldn't be going around choking strangers. What about if you're a migrant laborer, and you're working in an artichoke field... Yeah, then, yes. And the verb choking, in this case, is used to mean to pick an artichoke. To harvest artichokes. Yeah, absolutely. Then it's appropriate. If you're going out and you're harvesting artichokes, which are delicious, that's great. What if, like... You know, what if you go to see? Why are you guys fighting me on this? Well, I'm just we want. You know, I, I don't, I'm tired of these reactionaries. Never, ever, ever, saying, ever, ever choke. Okay, go ahead. What if you are watching? Oh, I don't know the roast of Charlie Sheen this okay. Monday on Comedy Central, and someone makes a really choice joke, and you want to refer to that as a choke because it's a Charlie Sheen joke. It's a choice well, it's very joke. choice so joke about Charlie Sheen. So you're you're combining. You're making up a so, new term. Yeah. What then a yes, choke. Yes, absolutely. Then what it's if, fine to choke. What yeah. if it's the seventh game of the World Series? Okay. There are... The Yankees are down three runs. I think it's I the know bottom where this is of going. the ninth. I think I, we all know where this is going. Two outs, two strikes, bases are loaded. And a guy in Derek the Jeter is up. Swallows a hot dog. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Derek Jeter is up, and everyone is sick of hearing about how great Derek Jeter is in the clutch. And they start yelling. He should choke. Yeah, okay. All right. Well, right? yeah, these are all okay. Great. So you you guys win. You've come up with scenarios and situations that warrant choking. Well, yeah. you don't have to tell us that. We know that. We heard it. That's just we're take, sitting in the same room as you. Take another call. Hello, Jordan Jesse. This is Aaron from North Carolina. I'm calling with a momentous occasion. Um, I work at a local grocery store in my town, and today a dog got into the store, and it took about <laughs> eight or nine people twenty minutes to catch it. And the whole time I was watching and participating in this event, in my head, all I can hear is that old-timey, funny chase scene music. And to top it all off, once the dog is finally captured and put back outside, we find out the owner of the dog had been sitting in their van in the parking lot the whole time. All right. Thanks, guys. Love the show. Bye. That's van folk for you. I'm, yeah. co- I'm confused about what people consider momentous occasions on this show. That's pretty momentous. Really? A wild dog in a grocery store. <laughs> Why is that a momentous... Has that ever happened to you, Hubel? No, it, I mean it has not happened to me. I and but I don't know that I would pay a hundred dollars to a bunch call of people are show. running around trying to catch it. By for the way, do people do, do these people pay a hundred dollars to call and leave a message? On the- <laughs> no, they're helping us. We should be paying them because these are amazing. Well, yeah, that, when it, someone it when something when you hear a story that momentous as a dog getting loose in a grocery right, store all and right. all the employees of the grocery store running around while yakety sacks plays in their heads. Yeah. She said all I could think of was the old timey cha- I couldn't Yeah, I wouldn't call yakety sacks. I think she was thinking of no, the entertainer. No, both you guys yes. are wrong. Not the entertainer and not the Benny Hill song. Old Man that. River, right? No. Old Man River. No. The theme from he just keeps rolling. None of that. It's definitely not that. It's the theme from Magnum PI. It's dun 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 dun. What about where they're landing the helicopter in Jurassic Park? What is that? That's when they're landing the helicopter in Jurassic. 
part. No one knows that. What about what about when Roy Hobbs? Everyone knows that. What about when Roy Hobbs hits the home run in the natural? No way. This song that I'm just making up now. No, if anything, it's the theme. What about the Macarena? It's probably the theme from Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Oh sure. No, that's what happens when people are... You're right. Yeah. Let's go to the calls, huh? Jordan, Jesse, go, and guest. I'm driving behind a black Mercury Milan with a Max Fun bumper sticker, which is odd because I live in, like, the middle of nowhere, Tennessee. And I think that we need some kind of gang sign or something that we can throw up. So when we're not able to... Talk to a person; they can know that we're a max funster as well. Uh, just a thought. Thanks. Bye. That's a really good point. I like the way this guy thinks. I don't know if you guys need gang signs. I feel like someone's going to get shot or yeah, stabbed. Sure. We need some kind of. I mean, signal, from a rival though. pod, like there's maybe a smodcast gang. Yeah, and they'll get into some some oh, rumbles also, I, at the drugstore. I got a real problem with some of these callers not knowing who the guest is. They call up and they say, Jordan, Jesse, all right, and guest. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, no, fucking, no, you know sure. who it's me. It's Rob Hubel. You, yeah. Uh, you know, Sorry, Rob. I mean, not everybody watched, not everybody recognizes the guy from Milf Island. I mean, well, they, they should. Do they not it's watch? It's the best 30? show within a show on TV. One of the top forty shows within a show on television. Sorry if they don't recognize the guest star's boyfriend from The Office. Hey, what would be a good sign if you're driving past someone? Because now I want to do this. Because I well, think you should just yell "yakety sacks" out the window. Yakety? You mean yell the word "yakety sacks"? No, no, ye- yell, yell start the, yelling the All right. Well, we used to have. Have you heard the good news about Hagar the Horrible? As I recall. We, did we say that? I think that was like around episode nine. Okay. People would yell that at other fans? Well, they think that's what Jordan said would happen if someone had was proselytizing for a religion based upon the Sunday comic. Have you heard the good news about Hagar the Horrible? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't, but I think that there needs to be, number one, if you see someone in like a Sound of Young America, Jordan, Jesse, in a Max Fun t-shirt or with Max Fun bumper sticker, that's a good enough reason to talk to them. Just yeah. cup their genitals like there's speaking. I'm sick and tired of people seeing that and then emailing me and telling me they saw that but didn't talk to the person. Yeah, you had your, your entree into a conversation. Sure. That this could be your next best friend. This could be your sexual partner. Yeah. This could be anything. This could be your new enemy. <laughs> <laughs> this, I think the point is that we need... That we need to make it clear that it is your responsibility if you see someone else rocking the Max Fun gear available online at maxfunstore.com. Oh, brother. Um, that you say something. I would say if you're in a car, you, run you can the other ram car them off. off the road. Yeah, yeah. Just like in Fast Five. Yeah, you, you, you ram them off the road and they go and they hop out of the car and like, what the fuck, man? And you go, hey, bro, Max Fun. I guess mm-hmm. one concern would be if we had a sign of some kind. Our opponents, like the Smodcasts, stealing our sign. So mm. I think we should have a signal sign, like a wipe across the chest, that means the next one is the real sign. So we'll have some mm. nonsense. Tug the cap, it's you like know. Baseball. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Misdirection. Yeah. In fact, you know what? I'm going to bring in a consultant on this. I'm going to talk to former San Francisco Giants and Boston Red Sox third base coach Wendell Kim. 
who was known for being tiny and enthusiastic. Okay. And get his input into the signs on this, uh, for this particular situation. That's a good idea. You know what? How about this? Yeah. We'll throw it out to the audience. 206-984-4-FUN. What is the signal the gang that you're sign. on board? The yeah. gang sign. Yeah. Because maybe you'll have to make a little video of yourself doing it, though. Hey, what, whatever it is. Yeah. Email, email a picture, I would say. You can email us at jjgo at maximumfun.org if you make a video. No dick pictures. I'm, no, I'm willing to like entertain the idea of flashing you want, your dick as part of... I don't of, think you want that to be your thing. I'm, you know, it's, it's as valid. It's as well, right valid now, nobody knows about my dick besides my wife. So if I'm driving down the, the highway and I see someone with a maxfun.org sticker, I'm supposed to whip my dick out and show it to them? I'm just saying we should entertain all suggestions. I'm not right. saying it's the best one, but all I'm right. saying this is so early on in this. Why are we ruling out an entire part of the body? Yeah, well, like you're, what you're if somebody get, had like you're, a you're, periscope you're and they could get, show their dick out the window without being unsafe? You're about to get thousands of dick pictures emailed to you. So congratulations. <laughs> Look, whatever it is, jjgo at maximumfun.org. Um, and I think probably driving down the road, it would have to be a hand signal. But what about if you're at the, you know, AV Club Festival in Chicago? Sure. And you're watching the indie rock bands perform and mm-hmm. you see somebody. Like, what about that situation? What if you're, what if you're at a Human Giant live show? Yeah, because those are, the, yeah, we do a lot of live shows. University of Nevada. Yeah, we were just there. <laughs> What about that? Okay, we do have a moment of shame here, so uh, let's run it. Hey, Jordan and Jesse and guests, this is Raymond with a moment of shame. I got a new dog, and I just found out that if you make an agitated squirrel sound, something like a... And that, that just drives her berserk, and she jumps up on you. So I was showing this to my mom, and... She came over early in the morning, and I saw my sleep shorts on, and I showed her, and she jumped up. But when she came back down, she pulled off my shorts and exposed my genitals to my mother. <laughs> uh, like the show. Keep it up. Bye. Wow. That seems like that's the thing to train your dog to do. Yeah. <laughs> to train right. your dog to hike, hike down your pants. Sure. So you you got to have more of those, those uh, sexy little misunderstandings. Well, yeah. Well, you just do it like whenever you're walking your dog out in a park and you see a pretty girl, you have your dog jump up and pull your pants. And then you go, oh, what did you do? Oh, oh I'm so embarrassed. I wanted to keep my huge dick a secret. And, you. Then, and then you just use your clicker once. Click, click. Yeah. And then the dog <laughs> yeah. knows that's equivalent to getting a treat. That's right. That, I like that guy did a pretty good squirrel noise because my dog I've actually trained that yeah. is my dog's joy in life is to go out looking for squirrels. We mm-hmm. do it every day, like three times a day, and we'll go by a tree and I'll start going. <laughs> oh boy! Because that's what a squirrel sounds like, right? And uh, he goes nuts. I mean, he really. How close goes, is that to the sleeping shark noise? Uh, the sleeping shark, if I recall, went. <laughs> Okay, so kind of part of the same. You're using kind of some of the Look, same man, mouth muscles. I'm not claiming to be Michael Winslow or whatever the guy's name was from Police it's Academy. Michael Winslow. Who does You're all correct. of the sound Let's effects. just say you were doing a cartoon character and his name was Mr. Fizzy Wampers. What would he sound like? Oh, hey, guys, where's everybody going? We'll be back in just a second <laughs> on Jordan Jesse Kelly. always leaving him. La, la, la. Jordan, Jesse Go, I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Rob Hubel, old-timey black baseball player. Oh. oh. I thought you looked a lot like cool Papa Bell. 
I don't know who that is. It's an old-timey black baseball player. I'm assuming. Yeah. Josh Gibson? Should I have gone Josh Gibson? Yeah, that I know. Yeah. Satchel Page? That I think I know. Okay. Um, this was a lot of fun, huh, Jordan? Wasn't it? We yeah. didn't talk Wasn't about... It? There are some topics that I wanted to get into that we didn't talk about. Okay, well, let's, yeah, talk, just, let's just them run them out right and now. We'll and give yeah. some, some gut reactions. Real okay. quick. Bigfoot. Uh, I hope... Myth I, or truth? Mm. I'm going to say mooth. You motherfucker. I'm going to say Bigfoot I'm myth, ride the fence. but Sasquatch truth. Well, you're, if you're talking about Sasquatch, the fucking beef jerky commercial character, no, that's not truth. Mm-hmm. Yes, it that's is. That's a crass... That's a real guy. No, that is a man in a suit. I saw him on TV. Acting like a monkey. If I saw him on TV, how could he not be real? Guys, I want to talk about Bigfoot. Sure. And an experience that changed my life. Yeah. Right. Uh, I was camping with some friends. Mm-hmm. You were in, hungry. In the early you 70s. needed a meaty snack. In the early 70s. And we were on horseback, and we were up in uh, Washington State mm-hmm. area, and we were mm-hmm. on a creek bed. Mm-hmm. And uh, my horse reared up, and I had my Super 8 camera, and uh, we saw something. And I pointed it over there, and I saw, you know, and I captured the most famous Bigfoot uh, film footage. Mm-hmm. You've probably seen it. Sure. And uh, it changed my life. And um, I want you to believe. I'm the convinced. W- the way that I believe. Yeah. I think I believe it now, too. I'm when- sorry I said that he was a mooth. Do you guys like beef jerky? We I do. Love beef jerky. If you yeah. say and like and beef jerky related snacks like links and nuggets. You motherfucker. That's not the fucking same thing. Shredded jerky. I mean they're all part of the Jack's Links family, right? I can't tell what is a commercial for you guys or what it, it's it's very blurry. <laughs> we just like to say names of products in hopes that someone will give us money eventually. It's really yeah. blurry. Um, Rob Hubel, you can find him on uh, Twitter at twitter.com slash Rob Hubel. I will just say, I've already talked on this program about it. When Rob Cordry was here, I talked about how I felt about Children's Hospital. I feel like that's in the public. Um, that's out there. People in know. The, it's in the public domain. Anyone can use your opinion about Children's Hospital. <laughs> I think that they, I think it's part of the, the general discourse. Sure. I think everyone understands how I feel about people who don't watch Children's Hospital and just the extent to which they're wastes of breath, wastes sure. of whatever force it is that imbues a human being with life. Well, they, those people that don't watch the mm-hmm. show won't be at the Emmys tonight, will they? But mm-hmm. I will be. Yeah. And I might be. Accepting your award I'm, if you've been nominated. If I've been, I haven't gotten the call yet. Yeah. I've been here for a little while. So but I'm, how would you know? You know, like, I haven't checked you my just got to show up. Yeah. I haven't checked my phone. You got to call your answering service. Yeah, I got to call my machine. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel that way also about people who don't follow Rob Hubel's tweeters. That's really nice. You guys yeah. are just being really nice. I yeah. think that Rob Hubel's Twitter feed is pr- probably the funniest Twitter feed. It's not always true. Sometimes, uh, you know, you guys are overstating the case here. No, I genuinely I think that. that it's probably, I mean, there are a few other Twitter feeds. There's a lot of funny people on Twitter. That you could make an argument for. Do I love our friend Rob Bedeker's Twitter feed? Yes. Sure. There's a um, lot of good Robs on Twitter. Yeah, mm-hmm. Rob, Delaney Rob Delaney is another sure. great. Rob Cordry, Rob Riggle, uh, Rob Bedeker. Sure. Those are all pretty killer. Yeah. Twitter feeds, but I will say that 
top three. I'm going to go top three for sure. Maybe number one, funniest Twitter feed, at least that I follow. You can make I case. laugh my. I will laugh out loud mm-hmm. once a day at a Rob Hubel tweet. That's God's own truth. That's not mere puffery. That's God's own. I'm gonna. Truth. I got a new idea where I'm gonna start posting pictures of my wiener. Ooh, yeah, hey. in, in different costumes because Halloween Excellent. is coming up. Sort of like puppetry of the penis, exactly like that. But I don't know what the name of my thing. Twittery of the penis. Yeah, but all it, the more. But it's going to be more reason cute, to follow. Cute costumes, hats, sort sure. of like an Ann Geddes type thing. Exactly. Maybe she do takes stuff the pictures like... of the Weimaraner dogs. Yeah, these will be <laughs> these will be uh, funny, cute, adorable pictures of yeah. my wiener in different outfits. And you just like like it has a pink bow, and that's the only colorized element of the picture. Um, I don't know. I think it might. I might put a face on it. Put mm-hmm. a like a cowboy hat, or um, you know, make it like an old timey. Gardener, you know, maybe do like an Antoine Dodson, you know, just to like fun, you know, let's like fun and zeitgeisty. Yeah, 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 probably. Um, maybe like a space outfit. Mm-hmm, and sure. when you do that, do you think that people will be able to hear about it first if they're following at Rob Hubel? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The okay. only way you would know about it is if you're if you follow at Rob Hubel. Shall I pick a tweet of the week, Jordan? You shall. Um, oh. See, Jonathan Harford says, I had a dream that I had to lead Jordan Morris through a Sleep No More inspired video game with zombies. What is Sleep No More? It's this uh, thing they do in New York. It's kind of like, you know, like a haunted house by David Lynch. It's kind of this nightmare evening that you spend. You have to wear like a, um, oh gosh, uh, you have to wear like an eyes wide shut mask and then there's what topless ballerina? This goes yeah. year round. No, I think it's only it goes on for a few months. It's 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 kind of sounds it's hard awesome. to. Yeah, I would love to go. So uh, this guy had a dream where he had to lead you through it, but a video game version with the zombies. Wow. I guess people love to tell you that they had dreams about you. Yeah, like weird, sure. weird, like sexual violent sort of like. <laughs> or or I get a lot of like uh, I was they kidnapped me, like I was abducted by them. Oh wow. Yeah. Huh. Somebody named Patrick Ripall says, boy, I hope Jesse Thorne tells that Chinaman joke on the next Jordan Jesse Go. That's what they call in the business an evergreen. Hey, thanks for zinging me because after 400 hours of Jordan Jesse Goes, I accidentally told a story that I once told two years ago because it was appropriate. I couldn't remember. Give it a rest at Patrick Ripall. Tweet of the week. Oh, tweet of the week. No, I'm not him. giving it to okay. him. I'm <laughs> yeah, not going to give him. Slam us. I'm yeah. not going to give people who slam us. You know what you do to him? You block him. Yeah. Someone says some shit to me. I don't have time Blocked. to read your reply. I fucking You're block him. Unfollowed. Just block him. If I'm reading responses, I want to read about how great I am, not about how shitty I am. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with Joseph, who is at Uranowski. U R A N N. U-R-A-N-O-W-S-K-I, who says, Joshua Molina is a 10. That is all. And he hashtagged with JJ Go. I like someone coming to our friend Joshua Molina's defense, saying that he is every bit as gorgeous as any Paul Rudd. Mm-hmm. Very positive tweet yeah. there. Very positive. I like a positive tweet. Hashtag him JJ Go. If you are at Uranowski... Uh, email intern at maximumfun.org and give us your t-shirt size and your address and we will send you a t-shirt uh, for being the tweet of the week. Uh, JJGo at maximumfun.org is our email address. 
F-U-N is our telephone number. Please give us a call. Action item this week. What is the secret signal for the Max Funsters? When you see somebody with a t-shirt, how do you let them know that you're on board? Uh, 206-984-4FUN. We'll see you on the forum at forum.maximumfun.org in the Max Fun Store at maxfunstore.com. And uh, shit, just about everywhere else, right? Yep, all places. Um, Our thanks to the free design for our theme music, Love You by the Free Design, from Kites Are Fun, the best of the free design, courtesy of Lights in the Attic Records, and our good friend, Rob Hubal. Thank you for having me. I'm sorry about the shit I talked about, you guys. That's fine. It's fine. And we're used to it. All warranted. Yeah. We'll talk to you next time on Jordan Jessica. (laughs) Thank you.